Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get clear about where you stand financially, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies, my five-step guide to organizing your finances at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Welcome to episode number two. In today's episode, I will be sharing my 20 tips for having a debt-free Christmas. I can't believe that we're talking about Christmas already. This topic is important because we are in the Christmas season. We've just had Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and now Christmas is fast approaching. And I can see many of you have started decorating and preparing for your Christmas shopping. So this topic is of particular interest to me because I was very much that girl that would max out her credit cards I would take payday loans and I skipped bills and even borrowed money from loved ones in order to cover my Christmas shopping. I know, it's crazy. And every year, Christmas would creep up on me, you know, and by the time you know it, I was neck deep in debt and it was all just buying gifts and, you know, just wanting to do things around Christmas. And it left me just feeling really annoyed at myself at the end of every year. And this led me into deep depression. Like I realized that come January, I felt just very depressed and I would isolate myself. And it took me a while to kind of make the connection that it was because that I was just annoyed at myself and embarrassed at myself and ashamed of the way that I handled my finances around Christmas. And I did feel, you know, pressure to keep up with the Jones and just the thought of saying no to like friends and family and not buying anybody's gifts. Like it really did make my nerves go up. And so the holidays literally, they weren't fun. You know, the the fun growing up, you know, Christmas used to be quite fun and being an adult, you know, Christmas was no longer fun for me because it just meant that I was always in debt around that time. And I just felt a lot of stress and overwhelm, mainly because I didn't really plan for Christmas. It would just kind of turn up and then I would literally just give it my full attention, forgetting that I had other bills to pay, you know. And like I said, it did make me just live in regret, you know, and I would sometimes even be bitter about some of the gifts that I gave out to family and friends because I knew that I couldn't afford it. I knew that that gift that I purchased was my rent money or, you know, that gift that I bought, I had to take payday loan for in order to afford it. And that £100 payday loan that I've taken is now going to cost me £150 that I never had in the first place. And so Christmas just used to be a not so fun time for me. 
And so a few years ago, I decided that enough was enough. And my husband and I decided that we were going to have 2017 Christmas as a normal day. So we're just going to treat it as any other day. We weren't going to buy anybody gifts. We weren't going to you know, do any ridiculous kind of shopping or buy extra food. We were literally just going to treat it as any other day. And so, yeah, that meant that we didn't buy gifts for anyone. We cooked one meal, we stayed home, we watched TV and we had loads of naps, you know, during the day. And for us, this was a pivotal move because it allowed us to reset the button and to really think about why are we celebrating Christmas in the first place? You know, what does Christmas mean to us? Is the way that we're celebrating Christmas aligned with our values and our goals and how we want to feel at the end of the year? And so as the years have gone by, we have slowly introduced buying gifts into um, our sort of Christmas season but we still pretty much just cook one meal um, and we might prepare a few sides to go with it, you know, to last us Christmas Day and Boxing Day. But we have really have pulled back. And so even this year, um, I'm only buying gifts for the children in the family and a few people that I want to say um, thank you to, which I call appreciation gift. Um, and it's basically just to say thank you to them for how they've contributed to my life or how they've been there for me in 2021. So this episode is focused around giving you tips to help you gain control of your finances and to establish a clear and realistic way to buy gifts for your loved ones without getting into debt around Christmas. And just to remind you in case you've forgotten, and I hope you haven't, that we are living in uncertain times and it's not me trying to be negative or instill fear, but we really have to be realistic about the times that we are in. You know, people are losing their jobs, businesses are closing down. And so there has never been a time for us to be more mindful about how we are spending money than now. So let's get straight into it. Here are my 20 tips for having a debt-free Christmas. So tip number one, think about what Christmas means to you. Why do you celebrate Christmas? Is it for religious or cultural reasons? Do you even know why you celebrate Christmas? Is it just a thing that you participate in every year and you don't even know why you do it? Remember that it's important to align your values with how you spend money. Tip number two, decide with the family on how everyone will contribute and share the burden around Christmas. Don't just do everything on your own. Even if you're hosting Christmas, share the load so that everybody can have a debt-free Christmas. Tip number three, Request a family Christmas planning meeting so that you can discuss with your family how Christmas is going to be this year. Tip number four, after covering your bills, agree on what you can afford to put aside for buying gifts, Christmas dinner, shopping, decorations and travel costs. Tip number five, it's better to use money that you have than to borrow. So with this in mind, it will help you to narrow down your shopping list based on what you can afford rather than what you want to buy. 
Tip number six, decide on what you are cooking and start noting down your ingredients so that you will only buy what it is that you actually need. Tip number seven, buy your decorations from the 99p or the pound land store. And for those USA listeners from the dollar store, the truth is that you're going to throw most of the decorations that you buy away anyway at some point. So by buying the cheaper ones, this will free up your money so that you can add the extra money that you're saving on decorations towards buying other gifts. Tip number eight, just because it says 80% off, it doesn't mean that you can afford it. Does it sit with your budget? Tip number nine, avoid using any sort of credit card or overdraft or borrowed money, even if it's at 0% interest. We are halfway there. Tip number 10, book things in advance, such as train tickets or hotels and place orders now so that you can take advantage of cheaper delivery fees and buying things online. Tip number 11, introduce family secret Santa, set a budget, draw names secretly and everyone gets a gift. And that way, you know, nobody is left out of pocket and the family doesn't have to go and take tons and tons of debts to make sure that every Everybody gets a Christmas gift. Tip number 11, write a list and stick to it. Don't add names, but you can take names out. Decide on how many people that you plan to get gifts for and stick to that number. Tip number 13, consider buying a family gift. So something that the kids can share, something that the whole family can enjoy. Tip number 14, create a space in your home to store Christmas items, such as decorations, gifts, cards. So knowing what you already have will help you not to overspend and it will give you an accurate picture of what you have and what you still might need. Tip number 15, consider buying a gift for someone who is not in a position to give back. Tip number 16, ask yourself if your workplace payment system crashed and they couldn't process your salary and you didn't get paid in December, what is the worst thing that would happen if you didn't get anybody gifts because you simply didn't get paid? So if you ever feel stressed about, you know, oh, but what if I don't get gifts for people, then I'm going to look a certain way. Just think about what if you never had the money to actually buy the gifts? What is the worst thing that would happen then? Tip number 17, consider buying gifts only for the children this year. This is something that I have been doing for the past two years where I don't really buy anybody that's like over the age of 21. I don't really buy them gifts. I just buy gifts for the kids in the family trust me, the adults will live. Tip number 18, consider giving by volunteering as a family. Um, I know that this year with COVID and depending on what the lockdown rules are, you know, this is going to look different for each person. But if there's a way that you can give of your time, that you can give of your love or your care, you know, people will still appreciate that. It's not always about buying things and, you know, giving things to people. People sometimes just want you to be there. They want to know that you care. They want to know that, you know, that you're thinking of them. So think about voluntary ways that you can give as a family. Tip number 19, just say 
no. It's okay to say no. Remember that this Christmas, you know, if you want it to be a debt-free Christmas, it has to be different from all the other Christmases that you've had. So if you're used to taking on debt, if you're used to maxing out your credit card, if you're used to using money that you've put aside for bills, or if you're used to going way over your Christmas budget, then something has to change this year for you to have a debt-free Christmas, right? Because you've decided to have a debt-free Christmas, that means that you are going to do things differently. Don't feel guilty about it. Remember, this is about how you want to feel in the new year. So what decisions are you going to make that you have to live with? So if you feel that you know, buying loads of gifts or, you know, doing something that doesn't sit well with you, just give it a big fat no. And finally, tip number 20, consider giving presents after Boxing Day, right? Because things are so much cheaper on Boxing Day. Um, And I've done this actually for one particular Christmas. Although I gave gifts, I gave all my gifts after Christmas because I bought them on Boxing Day when um, the prices were slashed. And, you know, there were things that I didn't even see during Christmas that were available on Boxing Day. Um, And if it's something that you already have money for and that you know you can afford, it means that you're actually going to save more money on that purchase and you could have extra money left over to buy, you know, more things for other people or to just put towards your savings and to start saving for next Christmas. So we've come to the end of my 20 tips for having a debt-free Christmas. And so whether you decide to spend money this Christmas or not, whether you decide to buy gifts, do what feels right for you. Think about your everyday bills. Think about the debt that you already have. Think about how much savings you have. Think about how you want to go into the new year feeling and be creative. You know, be creative about how you spend money and don't allow the pressures of life to wear you down. Remember, there is always next year. So whatever you're not able to do this year, you can start planning ahead of time from January. And please, please, please let me know which tip has resonated um, with you the most. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Then do send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took time to also rate and review this podcast. Stop by at bossofmymoney.co.uk for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.